to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 5, Episode 11. I'm ASD. I'm Jack. You're Jack, you're back. Where have I'm you been? Back. Uh, I was away last week in Not Centre Park. Have a good time. Living the dream. It was really nice. Good. And uh, Dan? Hello. Nice to have you here. Thank back you. to school, having to do some work. Yeah, well, I'm actually leaving the school at Christmas. Yes, so. you are. So, um, Is this yeah. public knowledge now? Are we allowed to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, we can talk about it. All right. Dan's um, leaving the school because of uh, a court order. Is that right? Oh, no, no, no. because <laughs> <laughs> you are moving to Australia. You can, smell, am, yeah. you can smell the booze from here, though, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, first question comes from Jack, so take it away. Where'd you get this question from? Oh, I don't know, I just thought of it earlier. It just, am- it's, it's amazing. So it is your all-time Spurs 11, but you're only allowed one player from each country. So while you're thinking about it, so while you listeners are thinking about it, I've put this around my office, and I'll read you out just some other teams. So um, I've got, basically, we did it for United, because everyone knows United players. So, for example, you would go Schmeichel from Denmark, Jonsson, Norway, Stam, Vidic, Keane, Ronaldo, Skulls, Best, Giggs, Cantona, Tevez. Good team. It's a decent team. It's a decent, it's a decent team. team. Uh, we did it for Chelsea. Um, now, I did have a problem because all their players were extremely right wing. So, no um, Czech from the Czech Republic, Ivanovic, Serbia, Desai from France, Carvalho, David Luiz, Robin Mata, Fat Frank, <laughs> Azard, Drogba, Zola, which is quite a good team as well. Um, all from the last five years, apart from Zola. And then Liverpool, Uruguay, Suarez. Da- oh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll just read you out the um, nationalities and you've got, well, I'll do that for okay. my team as well. So up front, Uruguay and Scotland. No, Uruguay and Wales. Suarez and Rush. Yeah, in the, uh, we've got Scotland, Spain, Argentina, England and Brazil in the midfield. Scotland. Has he gone with Dalglish like in the hole? Yeah, hall? Spain. Xabi Alonso. Yeah. Argentina. Mascarano. England. England. Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. Brazil. Is this Coutinho, Coutinho. Yeah. and then Norway, Finland, Ireland at the back. Norway. Oh, the B. John Anarisa. John Anarisa, Finland. Oh, um, Hopia, you got it. And then Steve Finnan for Ireland, Zimbabwe. Oh, Grobler. Grobler. Uh, so that's those teams. So, what do you? Uh, Shall I do? Do you want me to just read mine, or do you want me to do nationality and you see if you can? Let's do nationality yeah. and see if we can get it. So, what's your formation? I'm playing a four-two-three-one. A four-two-three-one. Because I'm modern. <laughs> um, keeper is French. Oh, that's a. St- it's a Trouble. tough one and I'd be surprised <laughs> if anyone had anything else apart yeah. from maybe Northern Irish yeah I did have that as there option. we go um, my right back Republic of Ireland Stephen Carr correct can you speak into the mic um, <laughs> my first centre back is English Sir King. Ledley of King Sir Ledley my second centre back is from Belgium Alderweireld correct <laughs> yeah my left back is German Ziga. Ziga. On to the midfield. Um, my first central midfielder is Croatian. Love Modric. Yeah. And my second central midfielder is Scottish. I know it because it's the it's same not, as It's mine. not Alan oh, oh, uh, Dave Mackay. Dave Mackay. Um, on to the three behind the forward. Um, so off the left, I've got... Where's he from? Where's he from? Denmark? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I always get Denmark, Denmark, Norway... 
they are, they're all the always same. Getting... Which is one big IKEA. <laughs> potato, <Okay>. potato. So <laughs> yeah, it's Ericsson. <laughs> um, in the in the hole, I've got Holland. No, 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 no. Sexy man. Um, <laughs> and then off the right, Wales. Off the right. Off the right. Oh, coming on, coming on his left. Okay. He plays. And the then, <laughs> yep, good. Yeah. And then Bulgaria up top. Baba. Yeah, of course. I've gone slightly different. The only difference, I've gone three at the back. So England, Belgium, like you. But then I've got Cameroon on the left. Oh, Benny. Benny. Um, and then I've got oh Argentina behind the front two. Somebody got three at the back. Our dealers. I went via. Oh. Controversial. And then I've gone Ireland up top as well as Bulgaria. Oh, Robbie King. Robbie King. That partnership. (laughs) Tasty. (laughs) Well, it was a toss. I could have had Loris or Jennings. Um, I've got options. So I'll read you on my options Uh, as well. So which which have you chosen? um, Well, I just wrote down the options. You've got pages rather than (laughs) Just trying to think of all the the goalkeepers. I went through about seven and then I realised I was naming the same nationality <laughs> game yeah. I thought what's the point just name the best one but no, it was either um, Jennings or Loris and goal I'll probably go with Loris mm-hmm. because he's I've seen more of him I haven't seen that much of Jennings you didn't think about maybe Casey Keller Casey Keller USA yeah, I was, we'll or, or Ian Walker maybe but Ian Walker Brad well, <laughs> Brad Friedel he was great what about the love of my life Gomez Aurelio Gomez Brazilian we haven't got a Brazilian yeah. I wish uh, I was Brazilian too you sure you didn't want to pick Paulinho uh, my chosen my um, my Brazilian was Sandro if we're talking options unbelievable yeah. uh, so <laughs> so it was Loris in goal yeah. um, Verold and King at the back yeah mm-hmm. um, I had Stephen Carr and I went um, Gika Popescu interesting on what about the Mabbit argument Gascoigne says he's the best centre back he ever played with yeah he didn't play with Ledley King though did he he did not play with Ledley King what about uh, Lee Young Pio He's your left back. Oh, I he, forgot about him. So I was thinking about South Korean. Paul Stalteri at right back. Uh, my South Korean option was actually or Simon. Eric Edmund at right Eric, back. Yeah, Edmund's yeah. decent. Yeah, Timothy Atuba. Centre mid. I went with, um, yeah, Scottish. Mackay. Of course, yeah, with uh, Mackay and um, Modric. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it was left wing Bale. Right wing, I went with. Oh damn it! <laughs> I've just realised um, with Ericsson. Yeah, Ericsson on the right, interesting. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter where he plays as long as he plays. Yeah, um, I'd prefer him to put crosses in because I have the mighty Jurgen Klinsmann up front. Ah, yeah, mm. the German point of contention, yeah. Stefan Freund. Stefan Freund. No, nope. Jurgen Klinsmann was better. Okay, <laughs> and um, was he? Yeah. Have I said everyone? Well, no. Uh, Van, Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart. Um, yeah. behind him. So yeah, that was my team. Yeah, so that you've got all my other options. Uh, I also had a Honduran. Oh yeah, um, I did have Palacios. Yeah, the, or Ivory Coast as well. Did he have Zakora? Yeah. Do, do, do. So. <laughs> <laughs> no one had Gascoigne. No one had. Hoddle. Hoddle was my Englishman until, but it's King because I didn't say I didn't see Hoddle play. Mm. Um, it would have been Hoddle or Gascoigne for me. Or Greaves, Blanche Flower, Greaves. These these are the big names. And the, the trouble is, you want a club captain to be English, really, don't you? Yeah. Um, 
I'm, so. I'm quite glad that Stato's not here because I, I feel like he'd be getting the, I'm getting the eyes. Perryman, I'm sure he'd have Perryman yeah. in there. Although he didn't have Perryman, did he? I've not got his team with me. He didn't have so Perryman. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get him to read it out next send week. Send us your teams. We'll read, it out, read them out next week. But um, <coughs> yeah, Cool. Well, there was, you know, like kind of you look at some of the, the better centre-halves we had, the mainly English, and then we've got... You know, Rich Goff, who's Scottish, but if you've got Dave Mackay in there, who's probably the first name on the team sheet anyway. You're, what about um, the Russian that everyone loved up front? You mean Ukrainian? Pavlichenko. Oh, Pavlichenko. Sorry, I was talking about Rebrov. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, this is breaking news. Uh, Teddy Sheringham has registered as a player so he could play for Stevenage. He's Brilliant. 49. We're short of a forward as well, aren't we? Get him in on a loan in January. He's 49. He's also their manager. I think you can get that <laughs> yeah, on. Imagine that. Um, cool. Aston Villa. Nice three-one win. Uh, I was there. You were there. You weren't there. I'm pointing at Dan. Was there? Jack wasn't there. Uh, did you watch it on TV? I did watch it on TV. How did we look? Because I thought we were great. It was a great win. What was great? That first half performance kept the ball. Villa didn't even get out of their half in that sixty-eight percent session. Entire of the first half, it was unreal. And Dembele playing further forward was just. Is, is Unbelievable he, Isn't he now Undroppable Based on his recent performance? He, he has to play Against Arsenal He has to mm. And he's got was it, Two goals in two games As well now So That's the, probably the first time In his Spurs career That he's had Back to back games Playing in behind the striker I can't remember When we've ever Left him in there yeah. He's got two in two So yeah. We've got to keep him in there Yeah, He looks fit as well Like far too many games I've seen him And he looks overweight And he's not And he's not looking sharp enough Last night he looked so agile, mm. and he was direct as well. Because normally yeah. he just almost seems to dribble just for the sake of it. Was last night he was getting the ball and he was going at the goal every single time, which was unbelievable. Sounds like he's actually doing what he always does in training. Mm. Yeah, what punching yeah. people in the face? That was a great <laughs> moment because he properly clocked him. Grealish was it Grealish? Westwood. 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 Sorry, I didn't. I, he did thump him in the face, which was great. He didn't fancy Westwood though. Like as soon as he got hit, that was his excuse to get off. Like you could tell, you could tell if that yeah. was Dyer getting hit in the face. There's no way he's going off. Like he's just getting on with it. See, but, so we always talk about it. Whenever I leave the show, and I'm sure it's the same for you. I always think, oh, I should have talked about him, or I should have talked about that. But now we're sitting here I want to talk about Every single player Because every single player Had a good performance This is what it's like To support a good team Dyer had an outstanding performance Like there was a moment Where I was in the South Upper Where were you? I was um, North Lower Oh interesting So there was He made a tackle Right in front of you lot Yeah And I couldn't see it But I could see the shape Of someone running in Going through someone And getting the ball Yeah (laughs) And I I didn't know who it was But I knew who it was You know (laughs) Um He's outstanding for a player. Let's not forget who was right back at the centre back last season, and we're only a quarter of the way into this season. He looks like it's his place now. He's not Bentaleb out, and Bentaleb wanted to be the most expensive, um, one of the highest paid midfielders in the Premier League, and he can't get a uh, he can't get a, a, a place on the team. The thing is with Dyer, like, he's been great. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and Go say on. that last night I didn't actually think it was one of his better games. I thought he was quite sloppy on the ball. I thought he gave it away. A lot, and his game is all about winning it, giving it easy. And I thought last night he had a lot more time and space on the ball than ordinarily he'd get in centre midfield, and he was a bit sloppy. And I think if we're going to get anything against Woolwich at the weekend, we've got to keep the ball because there was that period in the second half where it was really scrappy. It was yeah, just yeah. balls like ping pong, the balls just bouncing around. It was a really dangerous game for us to play because it was 
a team who are hurt. So it's that classic, they're a boxer, they're in the corner. They've literally got everything to play for and nothing to lose because it's the last game of an old manager who's, who's leaving. They've got to impress a new, new manager. Um, and so they can literally go out and attack. If they lose 3-1, it literally doesn't matter. So the, that was what came to that period in the, towards the end of the second half after they scored where they just went all, all at it. And we, we, we were calm, we were composed, we kept the ball. We made some silly mistakes during that time, but I thought we were really good. Um, Hugo's distribution got better. It, it seems to be getting better as well. Yeah, there was one ball that he played out to Danny Rose. Danny Rose. Oh yeah, I could not believe how good that was. It started going as a diagonal, and then mm. it curved around into his path. Um, create. It was. It was almost an assist for a mm. cross. It was a pre-assist assist. And then Rose messed it up. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had an interesting game, Rose. He, he, go on. I wasn't. I thought he was the weakest player on the side. Yeah, on, in the team. Yeah, I thought he was over the Lamella. Player. Lamella got an assist in the 92nd minute 90, Wait, in the 91 minutes preceding he, that it seems to be Lamella didn't have his best game mm. but it looked as if he was still capable he was still a threat would yeah. you play him against Arsenal that's the question because I feel if, if we're going to get something at Arsenal I just look at look at Lamella and think what is he going to offer he, in that game I think yeah I think in a because in that sort of game he's like look at City when it, it, good point. when it's a tighter game he's really really good when it's a bit more open like the Villa he just he holds on to the ball too much and he just doesn't make the right decisions in those games but for Arsenal I think I think he'd be really really good now the question is what happens if Son is fit because he's he's meant to be fit for it I think he'll he'll play against Anderlecht when he on Thursday yeah, he'll I probably agree. get an hour there and then yeah. be on the bench for Woolwich game and then he's an option. Yeah, if we possibly need him. you could bring him on maybe at half time mm. or something like that and if what, needed. What's happening with Townsend as well? Because he's he's fit. He's fit. He's just not not selected. He's at the just moment. got that um, injury. I think his left foot. <laughs> well, he's he's looking to get out as well on loan. I he wants think, to leave. For, yeah, or he wants to leave full um, stop because it's. I think it's because um, Euros this summer. He wants he wants a place in the squad, and yeah. I don't. I think Roy Hodgson has said to him, "You've got to." You got to be playing first team in order to. Well, the last time we saw him was Swansea away, I think, when we he came mm. on, he just changed the game, and he did do a really, mm. really good job. And I think he would have been really good for that Villa last fifteen minutes. They were coming on to us, right? We need to push them back. I don't know why they didn't. Who was that player that came on with a three-letter name in the second half? Let me let me dig it out. Um, I thought he was really good. Uh, his name was. Bum, bum. Oh, what for Villa? Yeah. Was it Carlos Gill? Yeah, Gill. He was really good. I don't know why he started. And I don't know why Abonglahor started, who was awful. Eight oh. touches in the first half, two horrendous. He was horrendous. awful. And also uh, Rudy Gestead as well. Yeah, came like on as well. And I, I do like him. And I don't know why they're starting Abonglahor. Awful. Sanchez wasn't particularly special. Lescott was awful. Hutton Hutton had a good game. I thought he just, yeah. he just did what he usually does. And he... He was getting booed and he didn't let that get to his head. He didn't do anything stupid because he has got a big tackle mm. on him, hasn't he? Um, Sinclair, I thought, was busy but didn't do anything. Grealish, I was expecting a lot more. Bakuna didn't do anything. <laughs> you see, he doesn't wear shin pads. Oh. Grealish. Yeah, I saw that and he just leaves his socks hanging down. Yeah. I thought it was really disrespectful for a teenager. Well, it's very Steve Claridge of him, isn't yeah. it? It's just a bit stupid. Deli Ali. Let's talk with Deli Ali. So that goal he scored, brilliant, um, just to make the space, make the time. That goal is how we has been scored against us in the last two games, for Bournemouth and for Anderlecht, so it's nice to see us do that. He's brilliant. Mm. I thought he had quite a mm. quiet game other than that, just really neat, really tidy. You guys wouldn't have seen it because you were at the game, but they had on Monday Night Football Frank Lampard in the studio Big and friend. they were doing a, a comparison of like 
Ali's late runs into the box is what Lampard did yeah. for 15 years at Chelsea and then pops up with a goal which was quite a Lampardy kind yeah. of goal edge of the box put it in a corner there's a brilliant Adidas video on it's a viral it is a Chelsea it is a Lampard thing but they um, they put a ball in every position where he struck it to score a goal at Stamford Bridge so it's just loads of balls in and around the box like, and they're elevated it, it's, it's a great That's video probably, yeah. I will check it out um, I'm just looking through the list Lloris had a great game the goal wasn't his fault Walker I thought had a good game yeah. nothing spectacular he has improved so much I think this like defensively he still makes his stupid giveaway stupid free kick or push someone over but I think his all round positioning is so much better than it was last season his positioning is great and you don't really notice it until it's bad but he's got Toby next to him and he'll know if you have a centre back who's that good alongside you it makes such a difference and Dyer Dyer does a fantastic job of filling in gaps where you don't he doesn't get the ball but he stops the ball going somewhere else he anticipates really really well but also the fact that he's played centre back and full back in the past means that he can he can fill that position mm. so easily and it allows that freedom for the, the full-backs to go forward. Um, so the Rose had a good game. All the Verald and Vertonghen are unbelievably good. Well, you, have, you have to put them together as a team. You can't, you can't separate them because they, they just work so well yeah. together. It's, it's, it's a joy to watch. I think they probably had the most touches out of any players on, on the pitch. Great. I, mean, I think that- and they, they just... Which yeah you know, is 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 great because we were in control of the game, but yeah you know, I think we we could have tried to get it forward a little bit more. But they maybe get that third goal and kill it off. But but they played know. a four six basically, like they were just so yeah. tight, and that was a game we would have lost uh, last year, definitely two years ago. Mm. Dyer brilliant, Ali brilliant, Lamella I wasn't a big fan of until he that assist was beautiful. That Kane goal was lovely. That third one, I mean, really nice goal. So what's your goal of the season so far, aside from the Ericsson free kicks? Mason against Sunderland is my favourite yeah. goal. Oh, that was a cracking goal. It, it was, that's the football I want to play. That's what that reminded me of. I know it's the 92nd minute, everyone else is forward, but from it went from right back to Lloris. Onoma, Onoma plays a brilliant ball, yeah. down to Eriksson. Lamella finished off the, the move with Kane. I thought it was a really, really good, like proper... That's what I want to mm. see. I said on the show last week... Um, that the goals I want to see are goals like that where we've just it's through control not like an Asricot screamer where it's a 50-50 it's, it's a 95% chance mm. of going in because we've worked that position I love it I love it I think the um, Lamella had the you know he, he was more effective because he played pretty much one touch he, you know he, he played quick ball whereas he went back to the Lamella of old I thought mm. Last night, and he just kind of took too many touches. Too many. Touches. He was um, indecisive, and I don't know whether it was because our guys weren't weren't running into space early enough or anything like that. But he he does take a touch with his head up, looking for the possible pass straight away. Yeah. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But you've got to have players. You've got to have options for that to happen. I think we were because we were playing in probably second gear pretty much all night. Yeah. We those options weren't there because yeah. we're thinking ahead as soon as it got to 2-0 it was, or we got that early goal we just kind of you cruised and you, you could see that what no one was actually trying that hard no one was busting a gut to get yeah. into space or make runs it was just a bit lethargic I thought and that's, that's was, why I think Lamella wasn't as um, uh, well wasn't as I agree, and that's why I think against the Arsenal he'll step up. The um, the one we want is Mason. Mason just gives you that energy, and it's nice to see him back. Um, Ericsson 
he's an unbelievably good player. He's an exceptional, his first touch. He makes, for the second goal, he makes a lovely space with a, a, a foot shift and plays the ball forward to Rose and the ball comes out after that. He's, he, he's, we miss him so much. He does so much we don't see. He, he pulls people out of the way. He drifts so no one can pick him up. He's a fantastic player. I think him off the left this season has, it's great, been, isn't it? has been better than yeah. when he's been in the centre because he, he's such a clever player. When he plays on the left, he knows when he should be wide. He knows when he can drift in. And when you've got Dembele in there, it just gives him the freedom. Yeah, he's on the left, but he can sort of drift in and go wherever he wants. And his delivery when he's wide is pretty much undefendable. Yeah. Um, any more? I mean, Villa were the, their fans were up for it. I'm pretty sure they all lived in London. I mean, who who can afford to drive down from Birmingham if you live in Birmingham and come to London where the lights are um, on a on a cold Monday night? They're going down, aren't they, Villa? They're, they They're are. Awful. They are. I, I don't know how you change it. Do you see they um, they celebrated that they'd hit the post? We hit the post. We hit the post. We. Hit, oh, I yeah. love that. And then they scored afterwards. Which was a bit annoying. It was embarrassing, wasn't it? Um, but it didn't feel like usually like when Stoke came back to two one, they went mental, and then it, it changed. Something changed, and we knew they were going to come back to two two. But you knew it was an accident, and it, I predicted three 0 I thought we were good for it. I, it's, it's just annoying that they they scored. Um, yeah. So, uh, we've got Anderlecht. Who's going to that? I'm going to that. You going I'm to not that? going to that, no. Yeah, I'm going. There you go. Um, I think that'll be a great game. So, they're a Champions League quality club, really. Um, mm. They knocked the scum out not that long ago. They're a good team and we lost them 2-1 in unfortunate circumstances. I didn't think we were necessarily better than them, but we definitely didn't deserve to lose. Um, I, I think we need to play a full team. Like, they're fit enough. Just same squad. Um, Would you change it? Mason, Son... Mason, Mason looked good when he came on. He's uh, he looked really fresh and you know a good first touch. Yeah, I'd, I agree. Yeah, I think Mason should come in. Um, Bentaleb, well, how much would you change? Because you can change the Is he whole fit now. Bentaleb. Oh no, sorry, ignore that. That's me. That's my wrong. Um, give Son, give you Son an hour as uh, as we said. I'd, I'd yeah, make I massive think, changes. Like Vimmer, do, Fatsio. Yeah, I would completely almost eleven changes because. What we need to remember is we've got the scum, a week off, West Ham, then we've got to fly literally to the other side of the world to go to Quarabag, which is miles away, which is like, it's so far away, we're in danger of being shot down by Russia or ISIS, that's how far away it is, and then we've got to fly back, that's Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and then we're playing Chelsea, forget how bad they are, like, we need to get used to having that second eleven. so it should be Vaughan, Fazio, Vimmer, Trippier, Trippier Dave, like Davis. I, I would, I would literally make eleven changes. Son, NG. Because that team should still be good enough to beat Anderlecht at home. Like it should be. Who plays up front? NG. We are desperately short of a striker, aren't we? Um, I would have one of Vertonghen and Alderweireld. You just um, said they can't play. They can't. You have to play them together. In a no, team. no, no. I'm saying like you have to talk about them oh, together. Right. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Um, just for a little bit of security because I, I wouldn't want um, Vimmer and, and Fazio at the back I wouldn't want Fazio at the back ever so you said um, Vimmer wasn't even on the bench yesterday no no but which we had so, so many kids on the bench let me um, I'll pull up the bench but Vimmer's on looked played. good when he came on didn't he oh no well, we had Mason Vaughan Trippier Townsend Fazio on and Davis we didn't have the kids at all on the bench um, yeah you're right on looked great and he, he's just confident. I didn't know that was his first Premier League start because he's definitely played in the Europa League. But I didn't know that was his, that was his debut. So he that's played in the Anderlecht game, didn't he? Yeah, and he's a good player. He's mm. a good player. So we just need to 
get him, get him we, starting more. Yeah. Because I was getting him confused with um, the lad that's on loan at Rangers. At Rangers. Yeah. Who's, who's, who's an absolute gun as well. A Jewer. A Jewer. Who's getting just munched every time because he's just too good. For, he's literally too good for that, mm. that league. Um, I'd bring him back at, in January and then loan him out to someone a bit better. Hmm. Or, or in a league that's a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what team would you play? Dan. Oh, you're oh. both eating biscuits. Sorry. <laughs> um, I would, timing. I, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I, I, again, second team. Where do you place the Europa I place the Europa League. I don't think we need to be put... I'm happy to drop out of the Europa League. I don't think it's a shame. I don't want to drop out of it, but I think at this point, and the opposition that are in our group, our weaker team has got enough to be beating these teams at home. What, Mon- money bags of Monaco and the, the Champions League team? I think, we're good enough. I think we're, if you put a team out of Mason, Benzlab when he's fit, mm. and G up front, Sun, I think that's good enough to be beating Anderlecht. Especially at home. Away is a bit different, but I think yeah. especially at home. See, my, the, my problem with this is that the, um, the individuals are great, but our, the philosophy of Pochettino is built on team. And that they're not a team. They're just there's loads of good mm. individuals who haven't played together. I agree with I agree with you. Like it should be just a second team. Whatever happens, happens. They should be expected to win. But I'm not desperate. Like if it comes down to we need the points at Quarabag, I would rather lose at Quarabag and have a team. I'd rather none of them travelled to Azerbaijan. Uh, I is. think it's difficult at this point because we've got three massive games. If we've got Norwich at home on Sunday, then yeah. he can play a full strength team against Sunday to not worry. Yeah. But it's Arsenal and we've already lost to them this season we can't we can't lose to them again um, I'm I'm not well I'm looking at it at the point of Pochettino and not as a Tottenham fan wanting to you know kind of wanting Arsenal you know wanting to completely do Arsenal I just think that you've got to you, you've got to take, get your priorities right we got mm-hmm. a draw at Arsenal last year which you know, which was a point. So if we lose there, it's a point lost. We lost at home to Villa last year. <coughs> yeah. So I'm trying to dig that out. Keep, keep on going. So that means that it was we one gained, nil, we, weren't it, Benteke? Yeah. So we've got, yeah, yeah we've got right. the, um, uh, we've got the extra three points there. So we're th- again three points up in the whole, mm. yeah, kind of grand scheme of things. So well, overall, we're plus eight points versus the equivalent games. And we're plus 16 on goal difference. Last year we were minus six. We're plus 10 now. Mm. That's massive. It's the defence, yeah. isn't it? It's the defence. We've been so tight at the back. And we've got the third best defence in the league, I think. We've conceded nine goals. I think um, Arsenal and City, I think City, City have, got a have conceded good, yeah. eight. Yeah. And to be fair, we scored half of them. Yeah. Mm. No, you're right. City. So, um, but I, I, I would put a little bit more emphasis on the Europa League. Um, the fact is it's a way into, into the Champions League and I'd, I'd, I'd like a bit of silverware as well yeah. and I'd prefer to win the Europa League as, as we were saying rather than the League Cup yeah. we were at the League Cup I was quite glad we were out of that to be honest I know yeah. we lost to Arsenal but I think it, it actually helped us it meant that we had eight days off yeah. before this game which meant that they went on holiday they, went, they had like a three day break Brilliant. from training Brilliant. so Harry Kane went off to wherever it was with his with his missus so it was yeah they Nuneaton or <laughs> Brighton I'm just thinking of where Harry Kane would go Brighton yeah. I don't know like kind of yeah 
Just sort of one of them. Yeah, all right. The, the Galleria. South End. South End. Clacton. Yeah. Clacton, yeah, yeah. Western Supermare. Chessington World of Adventures. It's a good day out. <laughs> <laughs> um, right then. We've not uh, said centre parts. <laughs> and then we've got the Even scum. Better. Got the scum on Sunday. Uh, literally the two informed teams in the league. We haven't lost. We've played 26 points. We've beat. We've got an unbeaten run that um, lasts twenty six percent of our seasons so far. I'd love to know when we've had a longer unbeaten Premier League run. It's a shame we haven't got Stato because I'm sure he'd, he'd have it. But it's it's superb. Arsenal are Un- really, really, really good. Was I'm it un- was it under Harry Redknapp? We went like eleven or twelve games. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Unbeaten. But we won a lot more than we didn't. We win like ten out of eleven games or something like that. Or that sounds familiar. Yeah. Or under under Sherwood, didn't we do something similar? We won, We lost one game within that run, though, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think we went unbeaten quite a long time. For it was between October and December. Interesting. Like that, for, yeah. Um, under Harry. Can I just say I'm really worried about Arsenal, West Ham, Chelsea. Like I'm not. I mean, if I was putting money on it, I don't want to say one point. But I'm really worried. Arsenal are really, really, really good. Defensively, they're good. In attack, they're fantastic. Ozil's brilliant at the moment. I hate to do this, but it's an objective. It's an, this is objective. Chelsea needs something to reinvigorate their season. Forget Mourinho. They hate Chelsea. They hate us more than Mourinho. West Ham hate us more than anything else, and they've just lost to Watford. Um, and they they're strong. They're powerful. They're quick. These these this is the three biggest games of our season right now. Um, but we're in such a position that actually. Even if we lose all three, we're still in a really good position, a really positive position. I think the thing that's interesting about the Arsenal game is I've got a lot of friends who are Arsenal fans and they're quite worried. This is probably the first derby in a while where they're a bit, hang on, they're playing really well. When they send their full strength team out, actually their sort of thinking is how we normally think before a derby when we're normally like, how do we stop Ozil, Sanchez, Giroud? They're actually saying that about us now, which is quite interesting. Well, how are they going to break us down? Exactly. I think that's the that's the key for them. It's like yeah. how they're going to do it, and obviously, the way that Ertzel plays, he'll get down to get down to the um, the touchline, no, not touchline. Sorry, um, the the goal line, cut it back inside, and then they'll just knock it in, which is. I think you very can, German. You can bully him, Ozil. <laughs> I, think, massively. I think if Dyer put one on him in the first five minutes, the way the way you beat Ozil is in work rate. It's really easy to outwork him. Like you remember in the two one last year, there was a period where Carl Walker ran back from behind him, picked the ball up, and just hit it past him and ran off again. He's the one I worry about is Sanchez. But what we've done really, really well this season is take star players Lukaku, Benteke, Rooney, and take them out of the game. Hmm. All of those players did not perform against us at all and so you, you put die you say you stick to Sanchez you don't let him create anything like let let Ozil do what he does because Vertonghen and um, what's his face and Alderweireld will deal with Giroud because he's not a very good striker they haven't got Walcott to back him up so they haven't got another striker apart from Origi who's awful so I wouldn't worry about that it's Joel Campbell as well isn't it yeah Joel Campbell who's played one game since the World Cup it feels like and then like Gazzal is brilliant don't get any um, they've got a lot of injuries as well Arsenal because Ram- Ramsey will probably have to play sort of wide yeah, and it's not that. ideal for them no um, so there are positives I'm just worried because they're, they're just there's a lot of strength there um, we're going to win 3-1 <laughs> I think it might be 0-0 I could see that yeah. I could see that. I honestly think we're going to cancel out. each other out. Really As boring. they say, it's going to be, you know, like the, the perfect game is actually nil-nil. 
Yeah. And and I think our that be yeah. to be honest, that I'm not normally one to take a draw, but that would if we got a point, that would be an excellent result. Yeah. I'd be happy with five points out of the next three, not including Anderlet, those three games. Two draws and a win. I'd I'd just take it. Um one thing I wanted to bring up was the the <laughs> ways of watching football, right? I was having a chat with Michael Cox, you know, zonal marking, that sort of stuff. And he, we, were, it just, we were watching the same game. Um, I'm a big admirer of um, Michael Cox and zonal marking and inverting the pyramids and, and the intellectual side of football. And I'm not saying I'm an intellectual, I just enjoy thinking about it like that. Um, and it's amazing how impassioned people get about watching football when they watch it in so many different ways. And it came from, have you listened to Graham Hunter's interview with Gary Neville? He talks about in the first 20 minutes when he's watching a big game, all he does is he watches basically a bird's eye, sensible soccer style view of the pitch. And so he can see the shape of the game. And what that got me thinking about were those four ways of watching games. So when I talk about games with my dad, my dad watches it very differently to how I watch it. Um, So the first level is you see highlights. So you get to see Kane smacking the ball in and all you get to see there is technique. There's no strategy, there's no tactics. You just get to see technique and that's fine. And that's all about individual players. Second level is highlights. You watch match of the day, you get to see some shape, but that's all attacking. You very rarely get to see good defence. Then you get to watch it on the box, which is great, but you've got one angle, you've got replays, but it's generally one angle. And the fourth and the best position is in the stadium, right? Um, so what I was going to say is what... How, if you had to split up, when, when your fav, when, what's your favourite? Is it to be there? Or do you, for, for example, rugby, it's a better game to watch on the TV. It's great to be there, it's great to be in the emotion, but really, because it's so intricate, really, it's unless, better to watch Unless you've got ITV coverage and they just go in for close ups all the time. The best thing about <coughs> watching rugby is that when they pan back and you can see the defensive lines, you yeah. can see them line up and you know if they're offside, you know, like kind of, yeah, and, and it's got, and the, the camera's got to be in line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they completely messed it up in this World Cup, I thought. ITV are god-awful people. They're just they awful really people. Are bad. Football coverage is bad. But the, pers- the, w- the, the worser person, I'm going to use worser person in football, is the person who signs Michael Owen's contract for BT Sport. Uh, he's awful. No insight. Or the person that put Phil Neville on during the World Cup oh, on BBC. <laughs> There's just um, no emotion in my career. <coughs> no. like it's just the most monotone commentary voice you'll ever hear. And if you want someone giving analysis, you want someone with a multifaceted approach to football, not a one. He had one thing, Mike Lowen, and it was unbelievable pace and finishing ability. That's two. He's one pro- <laughs> one, he had one process, right? Um, so what I was going with is how... What do you think is appropriate? Because there's a lot of talk online about what is a fan, what isn't a fan, like who, who gets the most, who knows the most out of, of football. We do a podcast so we know that we don't know anything about football, anything at all. We don't know anything about Tottenham. We're just here because we love it and we talk about it. But how would you, is there any point where, like, for example, you just wouldn't come on the podcast because you'd only seen the highlights? Or is there... God, I wouldn't have been on much. No, I was going <laughs> to... As soon as I was saying, I was thinking, bloody hell, I would just pack up and go home. <laughs> Are there any times when you'd rather not be at the stadium and watching the game? And what do you look for when you're at the stadium? Is where I'm going. Um, I look for movement off the ball. Yeah. I look for um, tracking back. Yeah, just just positional play. So, like when you talk about Dyer and his positional play, yeah, I look for that. I look at con- yeah, like kind of um, how comfortable they are on the ball. I look at you know just how much they want it, and you can see that. Which when you, you can't see, yeah, on the you, TV. you kind of like on on the TV. You see from a side on view. If you watch from behind the goal, 
you see so much more. Yeah. You see, you know, like kind of you see angled runs a lot easier, and it's just, it's not just back and forth like a tennis match. No, it's, no, no. Yeah, you see, you see in progression moving forwards. Yeah. Um, so we go th- football. Sorry, I interrupted. You, you. See, you almost see it from the point of view of the player. Yeah, football or, or the goalkeeper, shall well, we say? Yeah, yeah. But you know, like football has got the ball in play more than any other sport. It does. I can't think mm. of any other sport where the ball is in play. Any other major sport, yeah. and so there's a lot more than than what is happening on the ball that's going on the pitch all the time. And so you need to be able to see. I remember reading a a coach's manual, and they said if you want to analyze a game, you watch the game for the story and just understand what happens, and then you only start to understand the strategy and the tactics the second, the third, the fourth time you watch it when you watch a player. And so you watch Carl Walker. You re-watch last night's game and just watch Carl Walker and you'll be able to understand what a good job he does. Because even when he's not on the ball, he's thinking, he's looking, he's moving in space. And that's where it's really difficult to come here on, a, on literally the day after a game. And I've seen it and I've reacted to it and I've been emotional about it. But it's hard for me to come here and say, Lamella had a bad game. Because actually, the people who watch it on TV said he had a great game. How did he look on the TV? I thought he, he looked okay. I didn't think it was one of his better games. Fine. But the beauty, I think, of watching it in the stadium versus watching it on telly is if I'm sat with you two and we all three of us watch it on telly we will all see the same game yeah. whereas I could be stood next to you at, in the stadium and we could see completely different things and I love that I could I remember when we drew at home with Everton and I came out and thought we were brilliant but yeah. we just didn't get the goal we played so well and the guy who sits behind me was ranting saying it was one of the worst performances he's yeah. seen for years like I love that in the ground it's a completely different game to what a person one metre beside you sees whereas on the telly it's, it's all pretty much the same for everyone I agree but going back to my earlier I, I, t- I 100% agree but going back to my earlier point there's a lot of we've got a lot of fans in America and Australia and the Thailand and Israel and all these sort of places um, w- this is a global podcast and that doesn't mean that you can't get the experience you can't get the understanding mm. it's just different and so what I'm trying to say is like there's no definitive answer in football and people get so angry arguing about shit that doesn't matter this is the beauty of the game this is yeah. what makes it so good that you can have we look at all the top managers they've all got their own philosophy and their own way of playing yeah. there's no right way yeah it's brilliant uh, there's only one way to win though scoring more goals than the <laughs> other person yeah, yeah. Um, I, was, I just finished Ferguson's book which is brilliant leading it's a brilliant management book it's a brilliant book on, on football it's just brilliant and his, his style just isn't being a bastard to everyone one thing he did say was when he used to go as a, when he was managing Aberdeen and he used to go he used to take the youth team to watch the main team play he used to say if you're the right back you only watch the right back I don't know what when you're watching the game you just watch what he does that's all you watch and it's a fantastic exercise I all, my eyes always drift I'm more defensively minded my eyes always drift back towards Dyer towards Toby and Jan just seeing where they are what they're doing why they're doing it and I love it you know they're, they're the clever ones because they're, they're far more proactive whereas attacking players I feel are more reactive unless you're Barcelona um, anyway sorry I, I went off on one there no it's just, it's, it's just there's, a, there's always chat on for example on Reddit which I'm a big fan of they always say how do you guys feel about American fans well, I've only just supported supporting the group so I may not be as knowledgeable and I don't think that's a fair thing to do like it's Everyone's got their own opinion, and exactly. it doesn't, you could have been going for fifty years, or it could be your first game. It, exactly. it doesn't mean you know more. Exactly. Uh, quiz time. Uh, right then. Up until the end of the two thousand five six season, how many times have Tottenham Hotspur finished in the top six in the Premiership? So since ninety two to two thousand six, how many times have they finished in the top six? Premier League. Twice. Yeah, it was um, under Martin Yole. Finished twice. 
What was that before? Once, Tottenham Hotspur's best finish prior to the 2005-06 season was 7th in the 94-95 season. So that's pretty Martignol then. Because he got two fifths, didn't he? He must have been post 5-6. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. I'm getting up. Of course, yeah. That's like 10 years ago. It's, it really is 10 years ago. Oh, I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can I... I just saw on Twitter yesterday, so Deli Ali scored for us, scored for Tottenham Hotspur. Um, he's younger than Toy Story. He's younger than Firestarter. By, um, <laughs> and did you see that? 16, I watched the Milan ga- uh, the Inter game. He, their goalkeeper, 16. Yeah. Uh, he was born after Miroslav Klose made his international debut. <laughs> St- that stole directly <laughs> from another podcast, but imagine that. Do you want me to go? Yeah, um, which player scored his first goal for Spurs in the game against Arsenal at White Hot Lane on the 13th of November 2004? Janus? The centre half. Super doors? Nuruddin Nabet. Always oh, never going to get that. That was the 5 4 that we lost, right? Stato, where I are think, you? I think. Yeah. Which two players made their debuts for Tottenham Hotspur along with John Lacey? On the opening day of the 1978-79 season. Next. Need, none of I mean, us are going to get that. Sorry, the, pre- the previous one is ridiculous. Sir Henry Percy earned a nickname on the battlefields. He died in 1403 and was known by wit- what name? Henry Hotspur. Harry Hotspur. Oh, Harry Hotspur. Come on. Of course it's going to be. It's a Tottenham quiz. Oh, I thought you thought that was difficult and I thought it was really clever. Um, <laughs> In which year did Jürgen Klinsmann win the World Cup with Germany? With Dutch Germans? It's 1990. Very good. Knowledge. Against which club, beginning with the letter C, did Martin Peters score on his debut for Tottenham? Charlton. Chelsea. A Midlands team. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Midlands? Coventry City. Coventry, of course. Yeah. Um, from which club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Jose Dominguez? Villarreal is he Portuguese so was it, or was it Leonardo was it you say? no um, Dominguez. Dominguez oh no 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 I know it I've not looked at the yeah, yeah that, so, old, that old one Birmingham City isn't it no <laughs> he played for Birmingham City though, didn't he he did I remember we he are for awful him. aren't we no it was Sporting Lisbon oh there you go close yeah uh, he did play for him beforehand which club did Vinnie Samways join when he left Tottenham? Oh. Fulham. West Ham. Everton. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Which Austrian club did Spurs defeat in the 1984 UEFA Cup? Which Austrian team? Um, Rapid Vienna. Austria Vienna. Austria. Oh, just a bit quicker then. <laughs> Birmingham City yeah. uh, He did play for Birmingham Check his stats um, Which Belgian club did Tottenham Hotspur beat In the final of the Costa del Sol tournament In 1965 And elect Nah, standard Liège Okay that uh, was successful, wasn't it? <laughs> so Dan Chambers, who I have a lot of chat with on Echoes of Glory, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Echoes of Glory, says, um, Today I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Chelsea fan, uh, as well as a Woolwich fan. I mean... It's a great start, really. Is, yeah. is he got a half-and-half half shirt? Well, I just... 
So we can't ever have a civil conversation about soccer, but I asked why he hates Tottenham and he asked to name one player he hates. He could only say Lamella, which is understandable as Lamella plays part um, part of the pest for Tottenham. That's his thing and that's why we love him. But other than that, nothing. I convinced him and came to the conclusion that Spurs are such a likeable squad. They're all young, talented, humble and hungry to win. And most of all, they really enjoy playing football. I can name a ton of players on Chelsea and Arsenal that he does not like. So therefore, Spurs are the greatest team ever. Just thought you'd share. Can't wait for the next episode. Come on, you Spurs. Bye-bye. Uh, I tell you what I was thinking is I agree we've got a really a likeable bunch. Every single player's got a defined role. Whereas before we were squeezing round pegs, square holes, all the cliches, but it feels like we've got a plan and we've got the players to execute that plan, which I don't feel like we've had before. Um, and that's fantastic. Anything else on that? Nope. Okay. Swansea City. <laughs> um, Swansea City, we're singing to the scum. Uh, you're just a bus stop in Tottenham just a bus stop in Tottenham which is a nice one I thought mm. uh, that's it I'd like to apologise for um, something I got wrong last week you weren't uh, here last week yeah I was can you apologise for that as well what with Bright Lily White and yes you were you were sat next to um... you <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit this bit I'll edit this bit sorry I just because we but, were sharing a mic that's why yes four exactly. mics five yeah. guys four mics four Cool. Yep, carry on. Yep. Um, <laughs> thanks. Awesome. Uh, Apologise. Um, I got a, a song wrong that uh, that we that we sung about David Beckham and Posh Spice and David Ginola, and I got it wrong thinking it was like, that it was David Beckham that was thinking of him when actually it was Posh. But to be yeah. honest, I think it's mainly because um, I think most Tottenham fans have actually considered like kind of what David. <laughs> Turning for David, I think. No, 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 no really? No. Well, no. that's just me. Maybe. Uh, Any other news for us? Any other news? You could... I'm getting what? married still. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, she David. Know, oh, yeah. she, to who is it? David Ginola, or is she wearing a David Ginola mask on the day? She hates football. Oh, she does. Yeah. Um, is she, she at AFL? Yeah, she's a St Kilda fan. There you go. That's oh, no. And they sing when the Saints go marching in. Oh. Really quickly. Yeah. It's they don't awful. even do it. Oh, it's awful. Absolute, absolute disgrace. And they, don't, they just don't know how to sing it properly. No. And, and she goes, no, you sing it too slow. You sing it too slow. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. We're no. British. We do the things, everything the right way. So I'm going to have to go to some St Kilda games when I move to Melbourne. AFL's mad. So yeah. I watched no the grand way. final. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? it um, Hawthorne are ridiculously good. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, it, it's like they got, how many players are there? 17. 34 criminals, put them in a big field and just say, here's a ball, kick it, and punch each other. We do have Australian listeners. Yeah, and I love them. I love them all. <laughs> um, I, while we're talking about, while we're putting uh, Australia down, uh, how good are New Zealand in rugby? I know this isn't a rugby podcast. I just want to say they are probably the best team I've ever seen do anything ever. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, better than Barcelona. Better than Barcelona, better than the Bulls under, with Jordan, and better than 1971 um, uh, Brazil. But I've literally no knowledge of either of those two teams. Yeah. Um, and and then Sonny Bill Williams giving his medal away to the kid. I ridiculous, PR absolutely stunt. ridiculous. Massive PR stunt that for me. Um, he won one four years ago, though, didn't he? he? He won the league one two years ago, I think. And oh then, right, yeah. and he got another medal anyway. He knew yeah, what he was yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, Time to end the show. Yeah, sorry, I just fell asleep there while yeah, you were talking yeah. about rugby. Uh, it's it's God's sport. It's God's sport. Um, there's a there's a great joke. So uh, there was a guy who um, he he heard about three churches, 
Um, one in Birmingham, three cathedrals. Where's where's it? one in Winchester? One in Milton Keynes because there's a really ugly cathedral in Milton Keynes, and one in Cardiff. All right. So and he hears that there's a uh, there's a, a phone where you can phone God, and uh, so he goes to Winchester. It's five grand a call, uh, and he phones God. And he has a chat. And he says, "All right, I'll speak to you next week." He goes down to Milton Keynes, poor bastard, and he says, "Yes." Five grand, and he speaks to God. He said, "All right, I'll, just, I'll pop over the border, and um, I'll see you later." Goes to Cardiff, and he and the guy says, "It's, it's just twenty p." And he goes, "Why?" Because it's a local call. <laughs> 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 Love it. <laughs> uh, That's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. We'll talk to you on the other side of the North London derby. We're, I'm weirdly confident, not confident, but I don't know this feeling. You know, it's it's quite horrible. One one last year. I think we'll do it. I think we'll do it. We're going to miss Chadley. He loves playing against the scum, but Kane loves scoring against the scum. Yeah. I'm going to be missing it. What are you doing? I'm going to be in Stavanger Airport. Holiday Stav- Dan strikes Holiday again. Dan. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm uh, going over just for the weekend um, to stay with um, my fiance's sister That's and right. her family yeah. before they move back to Perth, actually. Australia. Australia. I was going to do the, uh, the ending in um, Australian, but. I would make a fool of myself. So, um, uh, you've got to have the upward, upward flexion at the end. Uh, the future's flex. bright. The future's lily white. Future, yeah. <laughs> 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 Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Everything's a question. <laughs> it's what a, are you it, saying, it, reminds, it reminds me of Anchorman <laughs> where they say, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, who put a question mark at the end of teleprompter? So, <laughs> at Latra J, at Dan underscore Hearn, at Bright Lily White for me. I've got some good bands, so uh, definitely get on that. Um, we are at. And <laughs> Sorry, I I tweeted about where we, where I was going to be last night yeah, for were. the pub, and then I got quoted by because like, I said we were going on the coach and horses. Obviously, there's someone that um, that anything to do with horses amazing gets gets. Um, yeah, it, it gets quoted and then I reposted. So like, I, I clicked on her profile. It's just like I love horses. Everything about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's about like over, over like hundred and fifty thousand tweets. Amazing. <laughs> just because she's obviously put it on just the search thing. Love that. Ridiculous. I love Twitter bots. Like if you want followers, just mention John Lennon and John Lennon quotes. Will just you'll get a million John Lennon quote followers. <laughs> um, that's how I keep my sad and sorry existence. <laughs> Fertile. Don't forget the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you spurs.
Tennis top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the team requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Tramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mavitt in Chile, Sergi Rebra for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Linica playing fair Aldrich here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliyachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Stephen Dalmatty I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew His passport said to Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney Rays Chirpy the Cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg Doesn't up. give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler Sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel acts Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, Don't Come Back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe He's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora And we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steger was so bad Robbie Keane In the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare I forget Two dare is to do Clive Allen Paul Allen Joe Allen Les Allen Rory Allen Russell Allen Allen Gilsey White on Lane Kazuyuki Soda Bentley's free kick over We treat Judas with disdain His transfer was a farce So shove him up your arse Liam Walker's page three girl Gus Poirier free 
kick club. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the bookies, and he really loved the bookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Tors done looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Chip is bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are made If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hudson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane To win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim, fading high Then our football story will 